Hey everybody, welcome to another great episode of Chai Spirits, guys. Um, a real fun topic today. We're on our New Orleans themed episodes from uh, from Mardi Gras and uh, Jenny's recent trip down there. That's right. Uh, we're joined today by producer Jenny. I've got uh, Todd with us. I've got a uh, second time guest, Chris. Hello again, Chris. And of course, the uh, the power couple of all power couples, uh, Jake and Savannah of Whiskey Written. Someone's got to punch my punch card this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we didn't pay you for last time, so sorry about that. Yeah, but that's on you. you know. Yeah, that's, uh, that's typical. Great. And uh, our topic today is uh, Happy Raptor Distilling. That's right. Uh, distilled out of New Orleans uh, that Jenny visited recently. And uh, tell us a little bit about your experience there, Jenny. Yeah, it was a really good time. So I was able to go on a tour there, um, had a really good time on the tour, made some friends with the other people who were on the tour with me. And we were able to taste some of their delicious cocktails at the bar. Um, they have a really fun vibe there. And I really enjoyed it so much so that I asked uh, the guy who was my tour guide to join us on this episode. And that is Logan. He's a guest experience manager with Happy Raptor. How's it going, Logan? All right. All right. Happy to be here. Hey, thanks for thanks for joining us today. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about Happy Raptor Distilling and how it got started? Yeah, so uh, the, the kind of germs of Happy Raptor started about five, six years ago uh, when two of our owners, Mark and Megan, got married. And they got married, had their honeymoon in uh, some of the islands down the Caribbean where they proceeded to do about 15 different rum tours in various locations Sounds came lovely. back and <laughs> I is a absolute dream so yep I hope that's in the cards for me one day but uh but uh yeah so Mark our head distiller he's a he's a go-get-it kind of guy he likes to teach himself how to do all sorts of stuff he uh he started distilling in his kitchen sink you know as most people do <laughs> Yeah. Trying to figure out how he's going to make his hooch. Well, uh, you know, a few years later, he's got a really good recipe for, for rum, one of his favorite drinks. So he decided, him and his wife and our third owner, Peter, decided that they should probably open up a uh, rum distillery. That's awesome. Now, the story on the name Happy Rafter, how did that come about? Yeah, so it's it's a it's kind of a cute story. So I, I, I mentioned Mark, Megan, and Peter. Now Peter, uh, how does he fit into all this? He was their neighbor, Mark and Megan's neighbor. They shared a shotgun house, uh, which is the type of house down here in New Orleans—a very long, long house. And they shared a, it's called a double shotgun. What they were living in, um, <clears throat> so like a two-family house. There, Kind of, yeah, they share a wall. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like, a, yeah, it's apartments and all that. But uh, what happens is they're getting into the process where they need to start filling out the paperwork for the uh, LLC. Mm -hmm. Well, one of those questions you got to figure out is what's going to be a name, right? right? So they decide that they're going to have a little work meeting. Peter comes over to talk shop now. By this point, Mark and Megan had had their firstborn son, and he's about one. Peter is that young boy's godfather. Mm -hmm. Down here, we call them Paran, Paran. So Paran comes over, and, uh, well, what do one-year-old little kids do when they're excited? They 
run around and scream and screech and act a total fool, right? Yep. Well, well, uh, Peter, after some time of hearing this little boy screaming, uh, I think he had probably just watched Jurassic Park because he has his head on his hand, on his temple, and he's thinking to himself, oh, my Lord. This little kid sounds like the happiest little raptor, doesn't he? <laughs> and well, similar claws. Name, name sucks, so it's it's kind of named uh, it's the kind of the nickname of their firstborn son, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Now, now, Savannah, how many times have you seen Jurassic Park? Um, this year or <laughs> life, lifetime, <laughs> lifetime, like four hundred times. I probably yep. uh, Jurassic Park is my favorite series, my favorite historical have, dinosaur yeah, series. We don't have the hard to um, documentary. Yes, <laughs> and I cry during every. First off, raptors are my favorite dinosaur. Um, and then this newest one that came out when the trailer came out in blue, I realized blue was a mommy. I cried. Oh my um, god! You should like when we watch the trailer and you see Blue has a baby. She like hit the ground like it was a Sarah McLaughlin song. <laughs> <laughs> Blue's a mommy. Um, so yeah, I I was so pumped when I saw this play. This uh, distillery was called Happy Raptor. So she's been practicing her raptor I mean, walks. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why I ended up starting to drink there. I before I got my job there, I was a regular at, at the bar. What had happened for my thirty first birthday? My girlfriend said, what does Logan like? Logan likes rum. Logan loves dinosaurs. Yep. And they got a dinosaur-themed rum distillery seven minutes from our house. And we never left. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I understand. I get it. Like, the when I visited the, the cocktails there, the options on that menu are just phenomenal. I got to start just showing up to distilleries more often and be like, hey, like, if I just drink here for a couple of years, can I just have a job? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what Logan did. <laughs> you got me a job, so I'm not mad about it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, I was going to ask you how you got involved with Happy Raptor, but you kind of shared that a little bit. But can you share um, uh, how you got into uh, your actual position? Yeah, well, yeah, so that's a fun, twisty-turvy kind of a conversation. So... <laughs> I'm a, I'm a local historian down here in New Orleans, right? So uh, one of my many jobs that I like to do is as a tour guide. I give tours all around the city, right? And um, I've been doing that for a number of years. With all that tour um, and tourism background, uh, they came up to me one day when I was drinking and said, Hey, Logan, <laughs> we need a tour manager. And I said, uh, I don't sure. know if I want to... I don't know if I want to do that. And they said, well, you would drink for free. And I said, oh, all right, say less, sign me up. <laughs> How do I get In on board? <laughs> and then, and, you know, as time goes by, uh, they needed a um, bar manager. Mm -hmm. And so my, my job, tour manager, got melded in with bar manager position, which turned into guest experience manager. Awesome. Okay, so I need to get off topic with you for one minute. Um, so you you mentioned while I was on the tour that you and Richard, who also works there, have an interesting Malort-based venture. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So Richard is our assistant distiller at uh, Happy Raptor, and one of his favorite things to do around town is cocktail compositions. 
he runs a cocktail YouTube channel called Gnome's Tavern. Y'all should all check it out. And he makes crazy cocktails on there. And uh, he likes to go on to the local circuit for cocktail competitions. And there's this bar down here called Peps. Now, Peps serves a lot of Malort. And Hell yeah. uh, at the right around fall, they have the tail of the cocktail thing happen down here, right? Well, Peps does a little thing of their own called Malorty Gras at the same time. Okay. Yeah. And this past year, <laughs> everyone here loves Richard, it. Yeah, you know, y'all are a special type of people. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I'll shout from the mountaintops uh, you know, how great Malort is, all right? You know, <laughs> I have a prescription. The <laughs> mainline that. <laughs> um, well, Richard decided he wanted to figure out how to make a cocktail with Malort. And I was his guinea pig. And Lord, have mercy. I have not gotten into it yet, but that boy has Stockholm Syndrome. He makes all sorts of cocktails with it now. He, he I orders it. it online. No, I, I get it. Parker subscribes to the, the Stockholm Syndrome. I've been saying it for years, yeah. the, the Stockholm Syndrome, after years of being forced it by Malort. It's, now it's, it's an abusive relationship. I, know, I love it. Um, listen, he you just don't understand him, all right? He he, he loves I me. Don't. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well... Um, after some time of him playing around with cocktail, Malort cocktails and whatnot, he came up to me and said, Hey, Logan, I want to write a cocktail book using Malort. I said, what is wrong with you? Are you, <laughs> did you, are you okay? Did you fall? Is, do, you, do you have a cracked skull somewhere? Are so, you still seeing your therapist? <laughs> are you still seeing a therapist? Well, he, he, he asked me if I wanted to be a part of it. I, and a, and uh, he said he needed somebody to do all the the research and all that, the, the writing bit for the research and the history of Malort while he makes all the cocktails. So I said, yeah, sure, why not? Just don't make me try the cocktails. He said, I absolutely will. <laughs> <laughs> so we are, we are currently working on a, a cocktail book about Malort, and we're planning on a uh, trip up to Chicago to do some research, some uh, field work, oh, if man. you will. Well, nice. um, when, while you're up here, you have to go to Nisei Lounge. Yeah. In uh, in Wrigleyville. It's in, yeah, it's right by Wrigley Field. Which which is probably the best Malort bar in town. Yeah. In yeah. my humble opinion. So like yeah. you know how like well, a lot of bars. I have... hate to tell Richard that, but I am <laughs> writing that down. How do you spell that? Uh, Nisei N I S E I. I think. That's correct. That's right. mm -hmm. No, it's like so you know. Oh, how... Nisei. Nisei. Like yeah. First Japanese. First uh, generation Japanese. I, I believe that's what it's named after. I don't. I have the, no I, idea. I, I've met the owner. He is not Japanese. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but so if you look at the bar, it's like on one half, it's like they have all of their like main booze, and you know it's all like organized and everything. And then there's another. You know, usually there's like a recreation of that on the other end of the bar. Instead of that, it's just all Malort bottles on the other end of the bar, <laughs> like literally just like right. four oh, shelves Malort. of Malort. They do a lot of uh, Malort infusions. They'll, uh, they'll they'll infuse Malort bottles with things. Yeah. Uh, uh, like. Uh, sport peppers or peppermint uh, candy canes, stuff like that. Last time we were there, they were mm -hmm. infusing Malort with baseballs from Wrigley Field. Yes. 
That's yeah. not. That, that's that, they actually <laughs> weren't making that for tasting. Okay. Well, I'm just. Saying. I, it looks, I mean, you should. I, who knows? Maybe they it should. Looked, but it does look cool on it on the bar. I'll it does say look that. cool, but maybe they should let people try. It, <laughs> it might be good. No. What? Uh, before the. Richard will try it. I swear. I went, I went there before the Lady Gaga concert, and they were doing um, Sour Patch Kids Malort. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I would. I would give that a shot. Anyways, yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's what inspired me to infuse Fun. a bottle of Malort with uh, habanero peppers that we grew last summer, mm-hmm. and I almost got punched in the face by a number of my friends uh-huh. for making them drink that. <laughs> so. One was himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, admittedly, it was a pretty rough finish. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> All right, well, okay, so let's talk about the rum. So, Happy Raptor makes five expressions of rum. This, it's, that's correct, right? Five. Yeah, the king cake is seasonal, so we only do it during Mardi Gras season. Yep, yep. Perfect timing for us then. Yep, so. it worked out great for us. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to start with the silver rum, um, but first, let's take a quick break. And we're back. We've got the uh, the silver rum in front of us here. Uh, let's see, it comes in at 80 proof, about $29, is that right, Jenny? Sounds right to me. Um, made with 100% Louisiana molasses. Uh, where do you guys get that from? Uh, Logan, it's a little uh, sugar farm uh, about two and a half hours west of New Orleans uh, near Lafayette, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Lula Farm. Very cool. We get all of our molasses and uh, crystallized sugar from over there. Oh, very cool. But uh, I love the nose on this right off the bat. Yeah, it's nice. I'm drinking it too. Yeah, <laughs> I've got some. It's like vanilla, like a creamy note almost. Mm-hmm. Todd, what's your take on that rum? It's refreshing. Um, I don't know a whole lot about silver rums. Don't have a lot of experience, but I like this. You're the rum expert. What do you think? I think this is great, especially the 30 bucks. It's it's a great deal. Um, I don't know what batch y'all are drinking, but the batch (laughs) I have right now is incredibly smooth. Yeah, this is is very smooth. This is like, I could drink like eight of these in in a a hurry. Let's see. I I got... (laughs) <laughs> Looks like I've got batch 25. Okay. I'm on uh, 21, which so we're not far off. It's probably about the same. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's yeah. nice. It's a it's a pretty um, small operation in terms of the space that they have. It's kind of like a, a garage with a back room that they're distilling mm-hmm. all this stuff in. So it's actually quite impressive, the amount that they get out of there. Yeah, yeah we do about 200 bottles a week. Oh, wow. Out of that small room? That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, our spirit runs recently have been coming out around 60 gallons. We average about 200 bottles a week. But, yeah, I, I can't do those conversions in my head. No, no worries. No worries. <laughs> uh, but, no, this is very, very easy drinking. Uh, Jake, what do you think over there? Uh, over there. First off, I think uh, that coaster is sticking the water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, especially at the price point, this is a, a steal. And it definitely drinks over 80 proof um, for me, especially being someone who... Yeah, J- J- Jake is a self-proclaimed proof queen. Self-proclaimed mm-hmm. proof queen. Girls can be size queens. I want a big proof. Uh, <laughs> Can't believe definitely a full-bodied flavor. Yeah, it is. There's a lot There's a lot of complexity to it, actually. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Got some vanilla and like honey notes on it. It's very, very nice. Now, Chris is a resident bartender. No offense, dear. I mean, he's a bartender now. I'm not. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, retired. Retired. I, I retired bartender. Yes. So, so, so t- tasting this rum, what, what kind of cocktail would you make with this? Your your expert opinion. 
<sighs> My first go-to is a shot. A <laughs> shot <laughs> of rum. This is Chicago. No. Um, I think it's definitely complex enough to throw a couple ingredients at it in a daiquiri. Um, I'm thinking like an old-fashioned though. Um, it's sweet enough mm-hmm. to just hit it with a hint of simple, maybe just yeah, some bitters and I love it. Funny um, thing about old fashions, we Parker, we kind of know something about that, don't we? We do. We did a, recently did an episode on old fashions where we did five different um, base spirits. Old fashioned rum is my long time been my favorite. Yeah, old this is, that's yeah. And as a whiskey guy, I was converted. Yeah. I think at the end of that, my favorite old fashioned we made was out of one of the rums. Yeah, it was oh, so good. And so when we I go rum old when we <laughs> go back to New Orleans and inevitably visit Happy Raptor, you need to check out their menu because they have old fashions with all of their different rums, but also you can do a flight of old fashions. Get the fuck out of here. What? Seriously? <laughs> Absolutely. Flight of old fashioned, flight of uh, daiquiris. Yeah, we did. So me and one of the girls on the tour made friends, and we got a flight of the daiquiris. I mean, I already have a New Orleans trip in the books for like next February, but we're gonna have to ramp that up. So little, you go ahead sooner. and go like next week. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, that's you awesome. Come down a little earlier. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Oh. Yeah, no, um, when I was, like I said, I was running late, so they were like, well, like, what cocktail do you want? Like, we'll, like, make it for you and bring it to you since I was, like, late for the tour. And the girl next to me was like, get the hibiscus. It was either the hibiscus lemonade or the hibiscus hurricane. Being in New Orleans, I went hurricane. (laughs) Um, Because I, like, needed to do a game time decision. But uh, they do have, we're not tasting it today, but they do have also a hibiscus rum. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Listen, next time we go, all I'm doing is going first going to the World War II Museum, obviously. Obviously. And then Oh, oh I love we're, that museum. We're big fans of the World I love War II Museum. That museum. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you're a big fans New of the World War II. Experience was that museum. My, yeah. Me too. I like you remember, shit. You remember how I said I'm a historian? Yeah. I was a historian at the World War II Museum. Oh shit. I, that's oh, yeah. literally I used to build battlefield forts for them over in uh, Europe and Asia. Oh my god, that's so cool. Uh, no, that, yeah. was, that was my favorite part about our last trip to New Orleans was they had to drag me out of there. Like, we're going to the bar. Well, we, no, we were hungry and hungover <laughs> and we needed food. Like, no, yeah, but I, but, I'm going to go for another round. But, but I, I never got to I make it to the s- European theater section. I went to the Pacific. Well, next time we'll do two days. Okay. okay. Listen. Yeah, absolutely. We're going back to the museum. Uh, and actually, their location is very close to the World War II Museum. Oh, perfect. So get, we'll go We'll go get drunk at Happy Raptor and then head over to the museum. Pre-game and then, <laughs> and, and then I can po- okay, well, and then, then. Then post-game and Logan and I can talk about all the cool shit at the there, World War II Museum. Right, then, then we're coming with. Yeah, you're right. So. Yeah. J- Jake and Frisky are on the on on the trip. I I too like historical stuff. So. Yeah, nice. it's fun stuff, right? Beautiful. So I love the nose in this Bananas Foster's rum. I'm pumped about this one. Yeah, can we get some background on that Bananas Foster rum? Yeah, I'm actually forming up myself. Um, it is foster rum. So we do all of our rums are infusions. So our our gold rum, our banana foster rum, our hibiscus, our king cake, they're all infused with natural ingredients. So what you're about to taste is not artificial banana flavoring like Laffy Taffy or whatever. What we do, uh, what Richard does, in fact, uh he cuts up and dehydrates 25 pounds of bananas that we get from the grocery that morning. That's and awesome. then uh, we have a dehydrator in the, the production area and he dehydrates them in there. And then once they're good, crispy banana chips, 
and I'm talking the peel and everything. Uh, he puts it. He puts all of that 25 pounds of bananas into a big bucket full of the silver rum, and it sits for a month. All right. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Nice. After a month, we add cinnamon sticks and vanilla to it, and let it sit for another two weeks. I can smell all so, of those things on this. Yeah. Oh Savannah. yeah. You don't have to be a sommelier. You're gonna get all. Savannah's over here freaking out. AKA Savannah Banana. She actually has a. I'm uh, not gonna lie. This is my favorite rum we make. You, it's what you will catch me drinking all year round. Could you imagine a boozy banana milkshake? I was just saying. I want to put this oh, on yes. ice cream. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. See, <laughs> back in uh, back in high school, I worked at a little place called Blockbuster. <laughs> And um, I oh, used to what, use the system. What is that? Um, it's a place for our, young, again. For our younger viewers. Uh, it's kind of like Netflix, but people throw the movies at your face. And, say, yeah. and everyone that worked in Indiana, was, the tape. It, it was, uh, do you have that Larry the Cable Guy movie? Um, but I used to abuse the card system and I made Savannah a card that says Savannah Banana. Um, so I feel like she's the authority on this one. I love bananas, but this is so good. <laughs> this is great. Great. I love yeah, it. it's really great. Um, I hate like I she was saying about like artificial strawberry flavor. Yeah, I hate artificial banana flavor. It's always like this blandly sugary kind of like, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah it never has mm-hmm. that like full like rich little mm-hmm. bit of bitterness. Like you know that I guess maybe kind of like banana pudding kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What I yeah. love about what I love about this is that you get a lot of the sweetness on the nose, but then once you're tasting it. The sweetness tastes very natural. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not a sugar bomb. Yeah. It's not no. like a, yeah. an explosive. So that's the other thing. We don't do sugar. any fat sweetening on any of our rums. So what the sweetness you are tasting, that's natural from the fermentation, from the distillation itself, and whatever sugars come out of the banana itself, we don't add any else, any more sugar to it than... Uh, that is awesome. Yeah, no, no dosage. There you go. I got to tell you, uh, this, so of the three that we tried in the daiquiri Mm -hmm. flight, this Mm -hmm. one was my favorite. This is great. This is great. Yeah. 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 Man. Mm -hmm. Sold. Very cool. Yeah. I've never, I've never seen this type of rum before. That's great. Oh yeah. yeah. uh, Bananas Foster has some roots in New Orleans, correct? It was invented in New Orleans. Okay. In, uh, the mid 20th century at a Brennan's restaurant. Yeah, and the, just a fun fact, the reason why we have to dehydrate the bananas is because bananas are incredibly shy with their flavors for anybody who is wondering about <laughs> how banana flavors come out. Bananas are very shy giving up their flavors, so if you dehydrate them, get all the liquid out of it, the second you dump it in the rum, it's immediately going to soak up whatever liquid is around, mm-hmm. and it's going to give away mm-hmm. more flavors. Fun fact, though, the banana peel has a thousand times more flavor than the banana itself. Huh. Oh man, I was I ate two bananas today and I didn't eat either of the peels. This is yeah, missing out only here. Only eat banana. Well, yeah, you're missing out, bud. <laughs> <laughs> you best I, go dig them out the trash. I know. I, I, I thought those were just used for like um, throwing at other go karts when you're racing. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Right. I, I, I save mine for when I'm on Lakeshore Drive. There you go. Say, uh, <laughs> there you go. You said about bananas being shy. Uh, Savannah here uh, laughed. 
her ass off. And I think it's because she imagined like a little cartoon okay. banana girl that's like got braces and like an awkward teenager and like won't ask the cute boy to the prom. And listen, <laughs> you need to get out. You know, it's because we've been blushing. together for 17 years. You yeah. need to get on my fucking head. Okay. Just stop. I think I saw that in a, in a Chiquita commercial like in the 90s. Chiquita so. banana. A banana with a, she's got a bow on her head. I was hoping it wasn't a back brace. It wasn't those nights when you drink too much and then it's uh, it's a sorry, it's a shy banana night. (laughs) (laughs) It it happens to everybody. (laughs) So this is uh, keeps. Do we have a red shot? Oh, I do. I hold on. I can find it. It's just gonna take me a second. Sorry, babe. It's a shy banana night. This episode's brought to you by Blue Chew. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a hilarious expression, and I'm going to start using that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's ancient the lexicon. <laughs> so, sorry, uh, sorry, I was late. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it still counts. <laughs> by the way, though, that rum is so freaking good. Like, yeah. I am, I'm, that is not a. I appreciate you not swearing, Jenny. That's important. <laughs> So fucking good. Thank you. Thank you. I was like, Thank God you. damn it, we're not supposed to be sharing. So freaking good. No, um, um, that is not the rum that I would have assumed would have been my favorite out of the ones that I tried at this distillery. So I, yeah, very, very solid. So right. I'm going to give you some pro tip right here. Okay. Yeah, uh, that not a banana enough. rum is amazing as a rum sauce. Mm. Uh, on like a bread pudding or oh, on a rum shit. cake. Ooh. I know this from a lot of experience. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Try the entire two. For, yeah, my, for Christmas, my mom actually made a rum cake with the banana sauce rum. And I'm telling you right now, I was stumbling out of her house because I ate half of it myself. <laughs> and it was incredibly busy. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna learn how to make some rum cake. All right, J- Jenny, write that down. We gotta we gotta make some rum cake. I, I, just, I literally just recorded him saying that. Good. Good. Fantastic. All so right. I wonder if there's a correlation with um, you know, like to make the best like banana bread pudding, you have to have mm. like uh overripe bananas, bananas that are a little bit darker. Um, in uh direct like relation to the fact that you use like dried banana chips. I wonder if that's why like I get such a similar taste of banana pudding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe. And that reminds me, I make yeah, because a... they aren't green bananas. We're we're using right. ripe bananas. Yeah, mm. I make a really good banana pudding. She does. So I'm calling I'm bullshit. Not gonna... I've not tried it. Okay, fine. I'll bring it next time. <laughs> oh, okay, we're fine. We're gonna we're gonna give you a half a cup of this. I'll put it in. That's how you do it, folks. <laughs> right. So, so last up here, we've got the uh, the king cake spiced rum. Obviously, excited. a limited it's release right. here. So, I saw on the website it's available from Epiphany until Mardi Gras. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. A... So that epiphany, for all you that don't know, is January 6th. <laughs> I mean, we all knew that here because we're, you know, we're, yeah. we're, we're all very Catholic. We're, we're, we're all God, God-loving <laughs> and drinkers here. But uh... For all the, the heathenistic <laughs> Protestants like me. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. <laughs> and this comes yeah, at... January 6th through Fat Tuesday. And Fat Tuesday, for everyone who don't know, listening. Fat Tuesday does move every year, so you best be it checking does. your calendar. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we we were aware. We we celebrate yep. Fat Tuesday up here too. Yeah, so. that's my uncle. <laughs> Fat Tuesday. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this this guy comes in at seventy eight point eight proof mm-hmm. and uh, forty three bucks. So um, for wow. those of our listeners who are unfamiliar with king cake, can you describe the flavors of or like what like what are you tasting? If you just 
eat a king cake, not necessarily the rum, but a cake Just, itself. Ooh, classic babies. Yes. <laughs> well, you're definitely, you're definitely eating babies, love. right? Oh, all right. We all got that. All the time. It's how we stay nice and young. Sounds um, like adrenochrome. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Um, I would love to describe king cake. It's one of my favorite things in the world. Um, so king cake is a cinnamon brioche type of uh, bread. Uh, and it's in an oval, right? Oh, man. And um, on top of it, depending <laughs> on the bakery you get it from, it can have either just sugar crystals, purple, green, and gold sugar crystals on top, or they'll put icing on it with sugar crystals. Some of them, uh, again, depending on the bakery, they'll stuff the king cake with like, like right now in my refrigerator, I got a strawberry cream cheese stuffed cake cake. Because nice. I was feeling uh, uh, a bit about myself one day, and I bought one. <laughs> and, uh, usually, I just get the traditionals, but I needed a little, a little extra, mm-hmm. a little lanyap, if you will. But uh, we've all been there. But uh, yeah, king cake's amazing. Uh, if you come down there in January or February, make sure to eat as much king cake as possible, because just like king cake rum. It's only available from Epiphany to Fat Tuesday, Mardi Gras Day. Wow. So never very heard of special. King cake. We don't get it all. You've never heard of King oh, Cake. Never well. heard of it, never had it, but like smelling this, it just it smells like that um like like sticky bun kind of like, I guess kind like of like a butt like a, cake. Like a bun cake, yeah. right. With just like like caramel drizzle and I feel like, like this I really love the smell of it. That, I'm still really disappointed that you don't know what king cake is. I feel well, okay. I do now. He does now. Technically. I will say I know what king cake is. I do. I'm a, I'm the sweet tooth in our family. I will say so. to make up for it. Um you know that like that um like 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 hammock kind of thing they put under like a horse's butt uh to catch its poop. I want one of those under my sure nose don't. with this rum. I was gonna say is um, a description. Is a king cake I, I so I can describe it to Jake real quick. I think king cake is cl- close to like a crumb cake. Sure. Kind of like what kinda, I think yeah. kinda like Yeah, you know what that's like I'm getting that kind of that cinnamon crumb cake. But Jake, do you know the concept of like the baby he has no idea. Okay, so like so like the I, the concepts Logan should really be the person describing this, but there's a there's a baby inside the cake, and when you like cut up the dog. cake and everybody <laughs> not like okay. you get a leg or a head yeah. or so the in the other one and we put babies in this one and so you cut it up Delicious. and whoever whoever gets the piece gets that the has baby. the baby has to buy the king cake uh, next year. Am I right, Logan? Well, it's the next time you're going to have one. So, like, if you're working in an office and you get king cakes every Friday, <laughs> the next Friday is you. And God help you if you get the king wow. cake baby again because you're out 80 bucks. So, wait, um, in, in, wait in, in, in New Orleans, is it normal to have a king cake every Friday? Uh, you could have it every day. Uh, it depends on <laughs> it depends on what your office culture is or what your household like. Uh, my household, it's normally about a king cake every four days. Uh, that's how quickly I could go through one by myself. Man. Alex Jones was right about you people. Uh, you liberals eating babies every day. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in school growing up, we would do a king cakes every Friday though. Oh yeah. wow! Okay, all right. Growing up. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, let's let's let's, let's, let's uh, drink this. Yes. Yeah. Love the nose. Off the nose. <laughs> you guys are gonna laugh. I yeah. smelled I smelled copper tone 
uh, tanning oil that I used to spray on myself that when is, I was 16. I'm more of a Hawaiian tropic that guy. That is an interesting reaction. <laughs> but, but I know what so I know what oil you're talking about, so and it's both. because it smells very much like crumb, like cinnamon crumb cake. It does. That's it does. why. Yeah. And also, I get that like cinnamon crumb cake. Have you tasted it? Because it also tastes like cinnamon yeah, crumb cake. Yeah, I have. I, man. <laughs> This, it really this is does. my favorite I've, I've tried. Not in a fireball way, though. <gasps> okay, no, no, no this no. is so actually Again, this is really good. The difference of yeah. like artificial like runts banana flavor versus like real banana mm-hmm. flavor, like, like what we got out of that put, last one. They put cinnamon sticks in it, not like right. flavored cinnamon. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so for this one, what we do is uh, literally in, in Mark. Mark is our uh, head distiller. Literally, Mark roasts about a ton of pecans in his oven at home and then brings them in dumps in on a big bucket of silver rum along with cinnamon sticks vanilla and orange peels that's awesome Hmm. for about a month very cool now this is fantastic yeah all of those things you described like that's what it tastes like it's very yeah that makes sense Tastes like dessert. Yeah. All those flavors complement each other. No, nothing sticks out individually, though, and, which is really yeah, nice. Yeah, there's nothing overpowering or yeah. no, and super I, aggressive about it. Once again, um, to it, like it's it's not overly sweet. Like you can tell, there's no dosage here. Like it's just yeah, no, you know it's, all it's, the flavors you put in there. There's enough sweetness in there that you don't need to add anything, but that really makes the flavors of what you infused it with like stand out on their own. Yeah, yeah. very full body, very well balanced. Not just like straight like sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's very nice. Man, it's good. Yeah, this is really this is really good. That's a really good point, though. Uh, we're saying about like the artificial cinnamon, like the like the red hots, the fireball like flavor mm-hmm. is so. Like not cinnamon. Gotta I mean. hate fireball. I know. Yeah, no, it's hateful. Is what um, it is. It's just it is hateful. Malort is delicious compared to fireball. <laughs> I mean, that's that's mother's milk you're talking about over there. Talking about malort. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting a little bit of plastic baby in the finish. <laughs> I am. I, which that's we need to put one in there just for you. <laughs> and uh, and, and might, might I say. You guys should probably. If you look at the bottle, there's actually examples of king cake babies and king cakes on it. There are king cake babies on here. You see them? I was going to say so I love looking at like the labels on bottles. This king cake label, I showed it, I picked it up immediately and showed it to Jake and was like, oh my gosh, look at this. It's so, it's just. It's right up my alley. Now, Logan, I'm reading that uh, 5% of the sales of this go to uh, Sprout Nola. What's, What's that about? That uh, yeah, so every uh, Mardi Gras season, mm-hmm. we pair up with a local nonprofit to uh, put on the king cake rum. And so for this year, we were working with Sprout Nola, which is a local nonprofit that um, works with like local farmers, local like uh, little city gardens and whatnot to produce. Um, uh, Farmers markets and, and all that kind of stuff around town. Oh, very cool. So they're big into the agricultural scene in in the city. Oh, that's awesome. <clears throat> yeah, we've we've partnered with them a few times uh, in the last few months to put on farmers markets at uh, at um, the distillery and all that. Yeah. So I actually just looked up the mission statement for Sprout Nola. Here it is. We support and. Uh, established and developing farmers in our community with technical and social support to build a stronger, more equipped community of growers in New Orleans and help all New Orleanians be part of a community food system. Oh, very cool. 
That's that's a, that's so quite, it's a nice little nonprofit. We like yeah. to work with them. They they uh they're good people. That's awesome. Um, all right, let's go around. What, what was your guys' favorites? Uh, let's start with you, Chris. No pressure. Shit. <laughs> all right. All right, no, I would have to say the minute is Foster. Minute Foster. All right. Uh, it's number one for me. Very cool. Um, it was very balanced. Um, like it is a spirit that. It's definitely kind of sweeter on the palate, mm-hmm. but you could still kind of play with it in some cocktails and yeah, no, for sure. and and do some stuff with it. Um, but yeah, that's the one that stood out to me. Awesome. Uh, Jake, what do you think? Uh, comes as no surprise. I'm feeling like a king with the baby cakes. This <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad Logan's laughing at that. I don't know. I feel like, I'm like are we saying something he, offensive? I don't know. No, it's actually really funny that you said baby cakes because uh, we had a minor league baseball team down here for all my life called the Zephyrs. And then, um, I don't know, five, six years ago, right around 2016, they changed their name to the baby cakes and their mascot uh, was a king cake baby. Oh, and awesome. I dare you, I, I dare you to Google the king cake baby of the baby cakes. It's the stuff of nightmares. Savannah's on it. <laughs> no, no. It is nightmare fuel. It's horrifying. Uh, on it, on it. Let's see, baby cake. I, I, I followed Gnome's Tavern. So You said it was a, a baseball team? Yeah, so we're checking up. Yeah, on it was this. a minor league baseball team. The <laughs> oh, baby Jesus cakes. Christ! <laughs> oh, you gotta share it. Share. Oh my I God! Told you. <laughs> I told you. That's, a, that's something out of a B horror movie. What are we doing? Someone, <laughs> I told you. Nightmare fuel. Someone put in a, a mercy rule. God. Oh. So, I, so, Savannah, what was your favorite of the uh, the rums? What do you think my favorite was, Parker? I mean, probably the king cake one. No. No, the bananas foster? Yeah, it was the yeah. bananas foster. Okay, so honestly, the bananas foster was probably like the one that I would sit here and put a straw in and just chug. Um, and king cake would be something that I would like. Chug mix. too. <laughs> chug after I chug the bananas. <laughs> but banana foster like kind of just beat out king cake just She'd a little light. bit. Yeah. You'd but be too I, light. I'd already. You would already drink. Okay, well then I guess I'm going to have to just smack you with it and then knock you out. <laughs> uh, Jenny, what was your favorite? So my favorite was the bananas foster, and yeah. so I need to I need to explain something to Logan and actually to Chris because he's new to the podcast as well. So the highest honor you can receive, oh wow, at Chai Spirits, guys, <gasps> it's big, is, it's big. is um, <laughs> um, so. We have stickers, Logan, that we put on bottles that we believe are the the best of the best. And they yeah. those stickers say that bottle fucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm very seriously considering putting a sticker on this bottle. Ban- the bananas do foster it. rum fucks. Yeah. I I back Jenny's you decision won't. in this. I one hundred percent back back your decision. I... All right, all right. Uh, uh, Todd, your thoughts? Gwen Stefani said it best. This shit is bananas. Thank you, Gwen. Well, yeah. I will. Uh, I'll go ahead and make it official. That banana's Foster Rum fucks. Put a sticker on it. Put a sticker on it. We're putting a sticker on it. No, I think it's fair it's enough. But I just wanted to put one on the king cake just so I could say that baby fucks. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> You're but that you know what? That shy banana fucks. <laughs> no, we're putting the sticker on it right that's now. An, that's an oxymoron though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, that, noodle. Here we go. But, but no, like the king cake, the, the whole lineup's great. That uh, that banana Foster's though, that's so fucking good. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, no, I, I really appreciate the the lengths they're going to get that good banana flavor in there. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Lengths like a banana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, hey, a shy banana. I mean. Yeah. So. What's What's really funny is uh, when you go to the liquor stores down here. Oftentimes, you'll find it in the liqueur section, even though it's what? a full body rum. <laughs> yeah. They just they see the banana foster and say, all right, this is probably super sweet, and then put it in the wrong section. Happens all the time. What a, um, speaking <laughs> that of that, constant fight. We'll correct them. So speaking of that, like, where all, like, how, how, um, how far of a reach do you guys have? Like, where, where is your stuff available? Yes, please tell us. <laughs> so, we're so far only available in Louisiana. Uh, mostly in the greater New Orleans area, but uh, we're fanning out to the North Shore, Lake Pontchartrain, Baton Rouge area, Lafayette area. Okay. Uh, Louisiana laws, fun fact, are very loose on liquor. Imagine that. No. <laughs> Believe it or not. Except when it comes to distillery. Uh, we're not allowed to send our product out of state. Yeah, and this goes back way back to like prohibition days. You know, they were mm-hmm. trying to kill the liquor industry in the country. The fun fact again, because you got a you got a historian that's been drinking now. The oldest rum distillery in the country in the country is in New Orleans, and it was founded in 1994. Really, man. Yeah, um, it's called Old New Orleans Rum. 94, oh yeah. What was it called? Uh, Old New Orleans Rum. Mm. Old New Orleans Rum. Mm. And it's still around. Uh, you can't go tour them anymore because uh, five or so years ago they caught on fire. <laughs> and now they just do distribution. They don't do tours anymore. But uh, yeah, th- since 94, uh, about 20 or so, maybe 30 distilleries around the state have popped up. And they're trying to get those old antiquated laws repealed so that we can make money. (laughs) Well, Well. I'm so glad Parker asked that question because as you were asking how far the reach was, Mm -hmm. I was Googling in Google Maps how far of a drive it was. Because like a true Midwesterner, I will drive. And it's only a 14-hour drive, guys. You you don't have to take a train. There's a train from New Orleans to Chicago. I've oh. taken that train. Yeah. Have oh. you really, Todd? After numerous flights got canceled the last time I was in New Orleans, that was the only way to get home. No It's way. an overnight train. That's pretty cool. cool. It gets you, gets you home. Uh, there you go. There. There you go. It gets you there. <laughs> the train, it gets you there. That's awesome. And the train station... It's only about five blocks from Happy Raptor. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to get wow. going, guys. I got a train to catch. <laughs> you sir are a salesman. You could, you could be there for I open tomorrow. Good. That's what I do. It says they open at noon tomorrow, so oh. I, I will be there. <laughs> we'll be there just in time. That's how we get there. That's uh, awesome. Well, a- Logan, thank you so much for joining us. This was fun. Yep. Uh, absolutely, oh, I love being here. Thank you. Absolutely love the rum. I am definitely going to stop by next time we're in New Orleans. And uh, any of our listeners, if you're in the New Orleans area, go check them out. Absolutely. Ha- Happy Raptor. What a great name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, guys, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram, at Shy Spirits Guys. Uh, email us your great ideas for uh, episodes, your uh, your harsh criticisms of Jenny, ChySpiritsGuys <laughs> at gmail.com. And uh, check out the merch store, uh, Zazzle.com, slash store, slash Chai Spirits Guys. And uh, we'll see you next time here at Shy Spirits Guys. Cheers. <laughs>